Welcome to the Catapulting Commission's podcast. This is the place where we discuss how to maximize performance and improve retention with today's modern sales force. Every conversation on the show has one goal in mind, and that is to catapult your commission. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia, international best-selling author, motivational speaker, and a lifelong sales enthusiast. Be sure to join me every week as we interview sales leaders and entrepreneurs from around the world. We will discuss best practices and ensure that you leave motivated and inspired to take action. Now, let's enjoy today's episode. Catapulting Commissions family, what's up team? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Catapulting Commissions podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia. We made it. We did it. I am so happy to share. Today, you are listening to the 100th episode of the Catapulting Commissions podcast. We started the show. Uh, our first inaugural show was December of 2019. We got on a roll in January of 2020. We went from a weekly show to having two episodes per week. And here we are today with our 100th episode. Thank you for listening. If you are a new listener, I'm glad to have you here. There's so much value in the podcast database. Go back. You will not be disappointed. If you've been with me from the beginning, thank you. You know the journey we've gone on. You know how much the brand has grown. You know how much the exposure has grown. So I appreciate that. Today's episode is a monologue. It is going to be myself sharing some valuable uh, content with you specifically about the podcast. We're going to play a game called The Rule of Three. We're going to share three things that I wish I knew sooner. Three mistakes or challenges. Let's just call them mistakes. Three mistakes I've made and three victories. Simple enough. Three victories, three challenges, and three things I wish I knew sooner in my podcasting career. We're going to explain that. And there's definitely going to be some takeaway uh, for you to apply into your sales career, into your business career. But before we start the rule of threes, I want to highlight what has changed, where we started versus where we're at now. And, I, and I'm sharing this not to brag and say, hey, look, catapulting commissions turned 100 episodes old. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. Well, the reason I'm sharing it is I want you to see the journey that catapulting commissions has gone on. I want you to see where it started, where it's at. And here's the best part. I feel like I'm just getting started. I haven't peaked, haven't even scratched the surface of what's possible, but we're at 100 episodes. And so I want to share some things that have changed. First thing, downloads. Who's watching the episode? Who's viewing the episode? Who's listening to the episode? I got to be honest with you. The very first episode of Catapulting Commissions, the very first day after it launched, had seven downloads. Seven. Seven downloads. And uh, yeah, five of them were me. One was my wife and one was my mom. That's who listened to the very first episode. That's not the case anymore. I have a loyal following who listens to the episode week in, week out. Thank you. We have peaked at incredibly high numbers. We've had some challenging months where we didn't get as much exposure. And I'm okay with that because I know the exposure and I know the listeners that are listening today 
are people we want to listen to or people who want to hear the catapulting commission's message. So we started there and we're still growing. Catapulting commissions, the name itself. When we started the podcast series, it was the catapulting commissions podcast. It was a name put together with my executive coach and we, we came up with the formula for catapulting commissions. It was named after the book, which if you haven't downloaded the book, you can 100% still go to my website, Anthony P. Garcia, get a copy of the book. You can even shoot me a text message and you can get a copy of the book that way. Now, if you haven't done that, let me ensure that I'm not, I'm not sharing wrong information with you. But if you want to get that book, you can get a copy of that book by shooting a text message saying hello to 661-228-8967. Just shoot me a message, say hello. You'll get a link emailed right back to you, give you the opportunity to download the Catapulting Commission's book. That book, from when we first started the podcast, was just getting launched. It went on to be an international bestseller in six countries, uh, peaked at number one in selling and marketing, which is not an easy category to compete in. And not only did it do that, in 2021, it got picked up by Selling Power Magazine, endorses one of the best sales books to read in 2021. Uh, it's been featured in forums. I've had multiple uh, media appearances. I joined the Win-Win Effect podcast, which has a massive, massive audience. Uh, I think the final download count with the first month after the show was something almost 200,000 people listened to that episode. So a lot has come from that name, Catapulting Commissions. So much so that Catapulting Commissions is now a trademark name that belongs exclusively to Anthony Garcia Incorporated. That's my company name. Very rarely do I share that. But Anthony Garcia Incorporated now owns the trademark for Catapulting Commissions for all use in sales, sales training, sales publications, media, Catapulting Commissions is mine, and I love it. We've I, I didn't trademark it at first uh, just because, you know, you, you never knew. I, there was definitely some doubt there, but we trademarked it, and now the show uh, is mine. Speaking of the show, right now we talk. It's the Catapulting Commissions podcast with Anthony Garcia. We're making a slight tweak. Same show, slight tweak in the title. Catapulting Commissions sales talk with Anthony Garcia. That's all it is. Putting the sales talk in there, I think there is some some lessons I learned with some SEO and titles and trying to bring in a, a wider audience to join this show and join this community and get some of that content. Speaking what else has changed, the entire background for catapulting commissions is growing, is completely growing, so much so that... Uh, I recently had the opportunity to work with some major, major companies uh, in sales and training and development uh, and public speaking. Um, the the audience the show has brought has been a huge, huge growth and huge, huge blessing uh, to the brand. Uh, so much so that we will be launching the Catapulting Commission Sales Agency here at the end of 2021. Uh, once that agency launches, you will hear the promotions on the show. You will see the website. Uh, but that sales agency is just going to take the Catapulting Commission's name and make it bigger. So a lot of things have changed. I'm excited for the direction we're going in. I'm excited for what has happened on the show. Uh, so thank you again. Thanks for joining. Now, let's talk about this. Mistakes. We'll start with some of the mistakes. Now, I got to be honest with you. I've made a lot of mistakes. 
running the Catapults and Commissions podcast. If I had to pick three mistakes I've made, or these are lessons that I've learned, I would be lying to you to say I only have three, but I figured I would share three today. Uh, another monologue episode down the road, we can we can title it Lessons We've or Mistakes We've Made on the Catapulting Commissions podcast because there is plenty. But number one, imposter syndrome. I got to be honest with you. This is real. 100%. If you are in a business, you are a sales professional, you are trying to generate revenue, uh, through your sales, through your marketing, through your social media. Maybe you have a podcast of your own. We all struggle with imposter syndrome. I know I do. And I got to be honest with you. Imposter syndrome always hits me as I'm starting to get further in my journey. So I look at the imposter syndrome as you can't work with XYZ company because you've never ran XYZ company. Um, you don't belong to speak on the stage with XYZ speaker because they're much bigger than you. Or here's the one that kills me. You can't book XYZ guest on your podcast because your podcast isn't as big as Gary Vaynerchuk's, right? All these things come to mind. And I'll be honest with you, for the first six to eight months, maybe, I'm gonna be honest, maybe the all of 2020. So let's just say the first year, in catapulting commissions, I struggled with imposter syndrome on a consistent basis. I was terrified, wouldn't reach out to guests. And it, and it started, it started by, in the beginning, I had a few bigger name guests that were introduced to me and wanted to join me on the show. I was very transparent. My show was just getting started. You know, I, I, was, I was lucky if I was getting a thousand downloads a month. Um, they told me to get back to them when I was getting a thousand downloads an episode. Uh, but the way they came across to me, and I mean, this is like episode three and four that I'm having these conversations, but the way they came across to me was very rude. Uh, it wasn't really nice. And I got to be honest with you, I, I don't want those guests on my show now. Like, like zero chance that I bring the guests back on my show because of the way they treated me. But that had an effect on me. It caused me to, to doubt myself and doubt, doubt my footprint and doubt the voice and doubt my audience. So... I share that with you because imposter syndrome is real and negative people can definitely have that impact on you. The second mistake I made was in booking guests for the show. Based on that conversation I just shared with you about people uh, shooting me down that were, that were warm introductions to me, pretty much, kid, you're too small, your show's not big enough, I blah, 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 whatever, whatever the story was, and I, I have the screenshots, messages, and I'm saving them because I assure you the show is only going to get bigger. Uh, but how I booked guests in the beginning, I definitely made some mistakes. I made some mistakes in the aspect of I was intimidated to have guests on my show. And I had some warm, warm, warm uh, guests, people who I were, were warmly introduced to me. Um, but I look at somebody like Anton Gunn, former senior advisor to President Barack Obama, had him on the show. The same week he was on CBS, same week he was on NBC, same week he was doing all his political uh, discussions. Uh, as at the time we were, you know, we were still in the middle of the Trump uh, presidential era and the election and all that other good stuff. Terrifying. Aaron Hasikosas, former CEO who completely walked away, had her story picked up by Business Insider on the show. Terrifying, like in intimidating. And I look at some of these guests and I was like, holy crap, like. They were scaring me. Ian Koniak, buddy of mine, number one rep at salesforce.com. But I mean, just a massive, massive following. 
I, I, I don't know what it was, but the way I handled those guests now, I, they were super, super, uh, welcoming, super warm. They, they made the show fun. They helped, they helped uh, break, um, you know, the boundaries I had, the limitations I had about what type of guests I can get on the show. But in the beginning, I really did make that mistake that I didn't think my show would be enough of value for the audience. So I was terrified to go after big name guests. Uh, so much so that I would get offended. Like I would, you know, and I, and I, sh I share this with you. I'm a sales guy. Don't get me wrong. I love like getting out and about. I love converting. I love getting people to say yes. When I would reach out to somebody to see if they would join me on the show, right? Remember, I had two people that kind of big time me. I've been told no for point blank. Hey, I'm not doing podcasts right now. Then I've been just completely ignored. And it's funny. I used to get frustrated where I would reach out to guests and they would completely ignore me. And then they'd go post on social media. I know they would read my request. I know they would read my message. They would just, they'd big time me. And then some, you know, and some would make little subtle hints on they're so busy. They don't have time for small stuff in their life, blah, blah. It used to get me frustrated. I don't even care anymore. Hey man, good for you. Like good for you. And so that mistake prevented me from going after the guests that were truly aligned with my mission. Um, and so I definitely have corrected that. And the guests on the show have been amazing. And it's probably one of the victories I'll share a little later. But how I went about getting guests, the big mistake I made, I didn't think my show was valuable enough. So if I didn't believe my show was valuable enough, how could I blame my guests that didn't think my show was valuable enough? So that was the second mistake. And the third mistake, I find this funny, but not funny. The mistake I made with, with the Catapulting Commission's podcast, I want it to be so professional, so dynamic, so impressive that I was becoming somebody I wasn't. Like, there's a few episodes I hear back and I'm like, that's a great interview, but you're too stiff. You're, you're too corporate. You're, you're, you're trying to be, you know, Fox News and CNN and one when you should just be you. Be the authentic version of yourself. And again, I'll mention back to my, my good buddy, Aaron Hatsikosas. She came back second time on the episode, on the show, talked about her book, Be Authentic, or, or talked about her book, sorry, You Do You-ish, her company's Be Authentic, Inc. And I've read, haven't, and I won't lie, because Aaron will be like, dude, don't lie. I haven't read the whole book, but I read about three quarters of the book. Great book. Totally recommend you get that. But hearing her approach and, and having her in my corner you know, just to be authentic. And anytime that something came up or we would message or something, she was always stressing, just be authentically you. The day I made that change to be authentically me, the podcast became fun. Like there, wa there wasn't this stiffness that I had to feel I had to uphold. I was like, oh my goodness. I used to think like, what if someone who wants to hire me as a keynote speaker sees me joking around or sees me drop an F-bomb or, or sees me tell a story about going out, having a drink with somebody. Like all these things were going through my mind. And the truth is, I'd rather have somebody hire me for being the authentic version of myself than being somebody I'm not, right? There's this, there's this, there's this stigma right now with personal branding and, per, and your corporate reputation and, and all of that was getting in my head. And at the end of the day, I've gotten to the level of success that I'm in right now because I've been myself. And anytime I try to be somebody I'm not, I always, always met a roadblock. Because I was trying to be the best version of someone else when I only know how to be the best version of myself. So, yeah, sometimes I'm rough around the edges. I mean, you know, I work with a group of, of professional colleagues and some really successful uh, business and sales executives. And I'm, I love our group text message thread because I come in there with the hell yeah. 
yeah, buddy. I mean, I'm dropping one-liners because for the longest time, I was like, oh, I'm not professional. But at the end of the day, that's who I am. And if you were to ask the people who work with me, they would rather work with me, the authentic version of me, than the stiff version. And that came across in the podcast. So those are three mistakes that I look back and I share that with you because you might be in that position where uh, imposter syndrome is paralyzing you. It is not allowing you to reach your full potential. Uh, you also might be in a, in a position when it's time to interact with guests, which for the Catapulting Commission Show, depending on your role, if you're a sales leader, it could be your employees, it could be your customers. If you're a sales professional, it could be your prospects or your customers. Don't allow how big you believe the deal is, in my, in my world, how big the guest is, determine how I'm going to reach out and how I'm going to respond when I reach out to somebody. If you're not confident in value in the product that you're selling or, um, or representing, the people you're selling it to aren't going to believe it either. For me, it was the podcast. If I didn't have enough belief that my podcast was a value, then there was no way I was going to be able to get high quality guests on the show. And the third lesson, mistake to recap, just be yourself. I was stiff, right? I am, I am not now or will I ever be a corporate news anchor that just reads between the lines or just reads a teleprompter and just is stiff. I'm more Joe Rogan, Howard Stern than I am, let's just call him stiff analyst. So I had to embrace who I was and, 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 the, and the character that I am, which is truly authentic me. There's not this uh, turned on persona that's fake in the camera. Like this is really how I am. Uh, and the moment I embraced that, the show got better. Hey, I wanted to take a quick minute and interrupt this episode. I hope you're enjoying what you have heard thus far. Have you heard the good news? The international best-selling book, Catapulting Commissions, has been named a 2021 Selling Power Magazine book recommendation. And I want to thank you, the Catapulting Commissions family. You can claim a free copy by texting hello to 661-228-8967. You can also find out more information at catapultingcommissions.com. Okay, let's get back to the show. Awesome. So three mistakes. Now, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's talk about three victories because you can't have mistakes without victories. You have to embrace the growth that you've come along. And there are some victories in the show in the Catapult Commission's brand that I'd love for you to share and hopefully take home with you and find that that is a victory you can have for yourself. Number one victory. Once I had confidence in my own show, I had confidence in being a guest on other shows. Being on other shows has become a victory. In the game of personal branding, in the game of marketing with your brand, right? So and any of my clients who've worked with me, who've retained me for to boost their sales strategies for their small business, I always say, what does your brand look like without you there, right? What do people see when you aren't speaking? When you aren't actively talking to somebody, what do they hear? Can they hear from you? Can they hear your voice? Can they see your interaction on social media? Do they see the comments, the posts? What do they see? Because all of that goes into buying into you. And once I had the confidence in my show, I was able to get on bigger shows and being a guest on other people's podcast has been so fun. I, and I, I would be remiss if I just kind of just started running through them, but, uh, sales hustlers, Inc. Um, 
the, uh, excuse me, oh my goodness, Sales Hustlers, Inc., uh, the Win-Win Effect podcast, which I said, which was by far the biggest, the biggest uh, downloaded episode. I just joined my buddy Mike Forrester on his show. So it was getting my name out there. But one thing that I've noticed is when you provide value to somebody else's audience and they hear you, they come looking for you. And the only way I can get confidence that I was providing value in someone else's show was I had to provide value in mine. So that was one of those big victories was the moment I learned that my show was valuable enough, I became a better guest on other people's podcast. Now, the second victory that came from the Catapultic Missions podcast was keynote speaking. Having the ability to speak and share my message with other people has been fun because the podcast is great. You can always listen to me. And that's the beautiful thing about podcasts. You can listen, you can log online, you can listen, you can hear from me. You can literally listen to me while I'm sleeping. But to have that live keynote interaction, man, there's something special about that. Unfortunately, my company, Catapult and Commissions, launched three months before COVID hit the original pandemic. So live events became uh, a thing of the past. They're slowly starting to come back around and it's exciting but when I first launched, I had six speaking gigs lined up, all canceled. And of those that have canceled, only one has come back and rebooked. So it was definitely a, a tough blow to the ego to launch a, a brand where the primary revenue source was going to be public speaking. Uh, so that, that definitely uh, kind of hit me, hit me pretty hard. But the victory there kept at it. The podcast built a platform. Bookers, who are people who book speakers for meetings, have heard my podcast, have listened to me speak, and now have seen me speak. I have been able to speak at small events. I, I love working with my local community. I'm from Bakersfield, California. I work with the Bakersfield Chamber of Commerce. We've done some live training events where we've done some training for the local uh, commerce uh, community, small businesses. Um, I was able to speak to the Bakersfield Babes in business. Thank you again, ladies, for having me out for your, for your keynote message. I was also able to speak at the Best You Expo, one of the number one personal development expos in the world, and share the virtual stage with the likes of Les Brown, Jack Canfield. I mean, these guys are titans in personal development. These are books that I've read 10, 15, 20 years ago. And to have my name associated with them and share the flyer and share the promo and be on stage in that same category, big victories. I'm incredibly humbled that that opportunity has happened. And I will, sh I will share this. The stages are only going to get bigger. They're back to being live and I can't wait. I'm like, I'm pumped for live events. I'm pumped for getting back on the stage and I'm pumped for sharing this message. And the third victory, there is two guests that, that were on my show this year that were on my vision board for my show when I launched. So my whole vision board of guests hasn't been checked off. There, there is still guests that I'm trying to get in front of. There's still guests that, I, that I'd love to, to have on the show. But two guests that were on the vision board, one, New York Times bestseller of Take the Stairs, Rory Vaden. Go back, listen to the episode with Rory Vaden. He talks about the power of personal branding. Rory was on my hit list the day my podcast launched. I know the value that Rory brings in sales, sales training, but more importantly in personal branding, which, uh, I mean, he was just on Good Morning America last week 
talking about the transition that Victoria's Secret is going to in changing their branding. So when I say this guy is a big name, I mean, you know, holy crap, right? Definitely on the vision board, checked him off, was had him on, I believe the 80th or, or 88th episode. I'll be sure to put that link in the show notes to go find that episode with Rory Vaden. Um, but victory, the other big guest that was on my checklist or on my dream board of guests, John Lee Dumas. Now, if you don't know who John Lee Dumas, go check out his podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, E on Fire. He has Fire Nation. It's a daily podcast. It is so valuable. And here's why John was on my dream board. I first thought of building a podcast or launching a podcast after hearing John Lee Dumas on Peter Voog's podcast. When I heard John share his message, I immediately joined his group, right? Uh, Paradise or Podcasters Paradise. And I got connected with his group and I just learned, got in the Facebook community and I became a sponge. I learned so much from my time with that group. I mean, I can't, I can't thank you enough, John, for having that community. It was so impactful. But he was on my hit list. I mean, for crying out loud, the guy just published his most recent book. And, and in his most recent book, you'll hear some amazing speakers in there. Hal Alrod, for one of them, who's also on my dream board, but we haven't reached out to Hal or his team yet. But to have John come and share the journey for his book, oh my goodness, that was a dream come true. How else do I say it? I don't want to do John's uh, team uh, some some injustice by not referencing his book and not not giving that the proper proper note. But we did have John with the Uncommon Path or the Common Path to Uncommon Success on the Catapulted Commissions podcast. I'll leave a link to that episode as well. You do not want to miss that episode because, and I'll say this: having John on the show to hear a guest who's interviewed thousands of people, who's interviewed Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, um, Peter Vogt, who's interviewed some of these amazing entrepreneurs, Roy Vaden, he's, he's in a, a different world. And so to have him on the Catapulting Commissions podcast, super exciting. So I, I even think that I made a joke when I had him on. I'm like, dude, man crush, dude, John Lee Dumas on my show. So between John Lee Dumas, Roy Vaden, those are some great victories, having big guests on the show. And I'll tell you this, Catapulting Commissions family, they're only going to get bigger. Because my team, we're actively reaching out. We are, the way we get guests on the show, fun fact, it's half and half. Half, we outreach. So we do go outreach to some big name guests to get on the show. The other half are people who are referred to us either by previous guests or 100% just cold reach. They, they reach out to the team. They reach out to me on LinkedIn. They send an unsolicited email. Uh, the team filters them out. I filter them out the end. I make the ultimate decision. Do I want this person on the show or do I not? So it has been it has been a huge victory to get those two guys on the show because they are on the dream board. I did mention Hal Alrod's another person on the dream board. So if you if you can uh, re-engage or reconnect with Hal and his team, I'd love to do that. We just haven't outreached to him just yet. Um, but those are some victories. Now let's talk about, let's switch it up a little bit. What? Did I wish I knew when I first started 
Catapulting Commissions podcast. Like if I can go back to the beginning of, of Catapulting Commissions and say, Anthony, here's three things you should do differently. Right now, it's going to save you time, money, energy, you name it, it's going to save it. Number one, and I'm going to share this, and I know she listens to, to each episode, I would have hired Tara sooner. Now, you, you might not have a Tara, but it's Tara's the uh, executive virtual assistant for Catapulting Commissions. I ran maybe four months, five months without Tara. And I, I did it, one, completely on my own. So I did everything that she did. Two, I tried to outsource to some, let's just say, lower budget, lower quality uh, virtual assistants to help. I found myself replicating the work that they were supposed to do because it looked horrible. And so when I, when I hired Tara and was introduced to Tara and had her join the Catapulting Commission's family, it was definitely nerve-wracking because at that time, Catapulting Commissions was still in its infancy. So it wasn't like Catapulting Commissions was producing the revenue to pick up somebody else. It was producing revenue just to cover my own operating costs. Now I'm going to pick up somebody and bring them on the team. Biggest game changer ever was to have Terror on the team. So if I can go back and I can tell myself before you launch, get an executive assistant, get her on board or him on board, work together, get a plan, um, I would do so. And, and along with Tara, I would have a set of standard operating procedures way in advance. I have a working document that I haven't completely shared with Tara yet. We're trying to, I'm trying to make sure that everything's aligned as we move forward. But I wish I would have created that document 100 episodes ago. So then that way, uh, you know, we would have flowed much sooner. We have a working document where her and I email. But as I go back and look, that is definitely one thing I wish I would have done sooner, like a standard operating procedure manual for the podcast, for the business. And I would have, I would have hired Tara months earlier than I did. I mean, probably a year before I did just when the show was in its infancy and being built and the title wasn't even there yet. So, uh, that's one thing I wish I would have done earlier. The other thing I wish I would have done earlier is promote episodes. I can't stress how much value gets from content being pushed out. It's a challenge though. Let's be honest here, right? If you're listening to this podcast right now, thank you, because there's a million podcasts you could be listening to. There's a million videos. There's a million things on social media. Everything's competing for your attention right now. The one mistake that I made early was I didn't promote the video or I didn't promote the podcast in a way I do now. We, we had a system in place. We were put, putting things up, but I'm talking about true promotion, getting it out on LinkedIn, paying an ad to the right episode to drive traffic, to get people in front of you. I didn't start doing that to the later episodes. Let's say past 50. Total game changer, game changer in download count, game changer in leads for the business, uh, game changer in guest exposure. So I wish I would have started doing that a little earlier. But again, promotion, effective promotion, marketing promotion, paid ads all cost money. Uh, so I was like, oh, I can do it without it. But we started doing that towards the end. And that has definitely helped uh, expand the show and get a bigger footprint. And the third thing I wish I would have done from the beginning, if I go back to the episode and wish I would have done then, wish I would have known what I wish I would have known then what I do now. Use video like 100 percent. I would have used video from the beginning in the beginning. The first 20 or 24 episodes are all audio only. Like I shoot myself because I love audio and it's great, but it really came to light when COVID 
completely cut down, right? The podcast is for salespeople. That windshield time of driving to the office, driving to your appointments, this show is for you. That windshield time stopped during COVID. And I was left with an audio-only show that didn't have the video, couldn't compete with the social media counterparts for your, for your attention. Let's be honest. So I didn't use video in the beginning. Big mistake. I mean, I, I shoot myself for it. And, and I know in the beginning, it was hard to find a video program that would record video effectively and audio effectively, right? And I'm not going to get into it. I mean, the engineering team, the, the, the I would just call them the amazing engineering team that makes Catapulted Commission sound amazing, listens to every episode. And the, there was uh, some creative differences, right? They're, they wanted clear audio. I wanted clear video. And I'm like, ah, I can't find something. And so, you know, it took us a while. We found something. And, and even that, I'm sure the audio was compromised a little bit when I started going to video until now. I'm using a new platform to record video and audio for this episode, very first one. So hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, in the audio, sounds amazing. Video, this better be 4K. So we have, I, I messed some things, so tweaks. I was using Zoom, and it just, it, did, it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. So I wish I used video earlier, but you can only learn from your mistakes. There are programs that can do video and audio, multiple tracks, high quality, high definition. They're a significant investment. It just was an investment that I was ready to make for catapulting commissions. I think I found a happy medium with the new program we're using, but I do wish I would have done that earlier. So the, to recap, those three things I wish I would have known earlier in my podcasting career. Number one, hire a VA immediately. Like the moment your businesses come to light, the moment your podcast comes to light, hire a VA. Number two, Promote your episodes. Like I just, I want my episodes to be reached by more and more guests. And the only way that does that is promotion. And if you're not going to promote your episodes, someone else is not going to promote your episode. Like you have to be your biggest advocate. So I wish I would have jumped on that promotion of, of getting more downloads, putting my podcast in different platforms, different mediums, paid ads, and getting it out there. And the third thing, use video. I mean, it's a no-brainer. If you're watching this right now, whether it's the full show, whether you're watching it on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, you know the power in video. And I definitely missed that in the first 24 episodes. So that's the rule of three. Three victories, three mistakes, three things I wish I knew earlier. I challenge you that anytime you hit a milestone, play the rule of threes. Three victories, three mistakes, three things you wish you would have known sooner. The reason I have that additional three things you wish you would have known sooner is because ideally you're learning from all your mistakes. But some things I wish I would have known, I don't consider such a mistake. For example, video. I don't consider not having video in the beginning a mistake. I just wish I would have known more about the power of video. I do consider myself being afraid to reach out to guests in the beginning a mistake. So that's for your interpretation as to what's appropriate for you or what's not appropriate for you. As we wrap up this 100th episode, I want to say thank you again. You've joined the podcast community. You have been with me, whether you've been with me for a long time or a short time. I, I appreciate it. And I can tell you this. We are bringing a few guests back for their second episode on the Catapulting Commissions podcast. Specifically, we're bringing Lauren Gibbs back. Lauren Gibbs if you recall, was the very first guest on the Catapulting Commission's podcast. She, uh, Olympic 
medalist. She had joined the show uh, about a year and a half after she won a silver medal at Pyeongchang in women's bobsled representing Team USA. She is uh, joining the show again. We're catching her just before her season starts as she's training to compete in Beijing for the 2022 Winter Olympics and go back, going back for gold. So we wish Lauren uh, nothing but success and tremendous just luck. I know she got that, but we're going to have her back on the show. Um, we're getting Peter Vogt, as I mentioned, he's come, agreed to join us on the show. He just had a kid or his second kid, so has some family things right now. But I assure you, the guests are getting bigger. And it's not so much that they're getting bigger, like, oh, my God, look at me. It's just for me, I want to learn what the best are doing. So I'm asking you, Catapulting Commission's family, do you have a recommendation for this podcast? Somebody you think that I should speak to? And I, and I ask that wholeheartedly. You would be surprised at who I want to speak to or who the value will come from. I can't wait for you to see an upcoming episode. I have Ashley South. She lives in Bakersfield, same community as me. And when you hear her story of the growth she has had in a direct sales organization known as Color Street, I got to be honest with you, it's going to rock your world. I just had lunch with her last week as we were preparing for this show and kind of talking and, and working on a collaboration deal together. 100% impressed. I met her from a colleague who saw me speak at Bakersfield Babes and said, oh, you need to speak to Ashley. That, that's how we connected. So if you have a guest that you think should be on this show, reach out to me, Bakersfield Community. If you're listening to this show, I love my local entrepreneurs. I love my local salespeople. I'm going to be doing some work with Powerhouse Podcasting and, and renting their in-studio, in-person studio. So we will have some episodes that are going to be done in person, uh, more of an interview style format. I work from my home, so it's not always advantageous for, for me to bring people to the home. I don't have a complete podcast studio for two set up yet, but in the time being, I'll be working with those folks for uh, in-person interviews. So if you have somebody in the Bakersfield community, refer them my way. Lastly, go subscribe to the blog. The website's anthonypgarcia.com. You can just Google Anthony Garcia Catapulting Commissions. It will pop up. Subscribe to the weekly blog. Every week, there is a sales training uh, topic that comes out every week. And I got to be honest with you. If you just listen to every blog, I think we're on like blog number 88 or 90. That information is as valuable as a college degree in the world of sales and marketing. Everything that we share and discuss in that sales blog is applicable. More importantly, and I think this is important for me to relate. Everything I teach, I do. I am not a podcast host or sales guru or whatever these people are called that sit here and says, hey, do this, do this. And I don't make statements like, oh, when I was selling Yellow Book pages in 1962, this is what we did. Nothing against those guys. But everything I'm teaching you just to build your confidence, I'm actively doing. I'm not saying, hey, go do this because I think it might work. I'm saying go do this because I know it works, because it's what I do. It's what I teach. It's what those who work with me follow. So go subscribe to that blog. Get connected. New for the next 100 episodes, Catapulting Commission Sales Talk with Anthony Garcia. That's the new name of the show. And the active community. If you've texted to get a copy of that book, you will be part of the Catapulting Commission's community. Uh, we are going to re-engage that community. You will be getting text messages directly from myself. 
with some motivational content, some exclusive content that's not on the website, that's not on YouTube, that's not on the podcast specifically for that community. So get connected with that community and the Catapulting Commission Sales Agency. This is for closers. Bottom line, we are going to take people who want to close for other companies and help get you there. Bottom line, every company needs a salesperson right now. You need people to close. I can't tell you in the amount of time we have left, how many companies and personal brands have reached out and said, can you help my sales process? Can you help drive revenue? And my answer is I can. However, there's one of me, many of you, and my responsibilities are vast right now. So rather than start turning business down, which is what I've been doing for some time now, I'm training. I'm bringing a catapult to commission sales team, and I'm going to start placing sales professionals working in other companies, closing your deals, commission only, true sales. Go out there and get it. Now, I got to warn you, if you're, oh, I'll, I'll retain one of Anthony's people. My people aren't cheap. We, we, we definitely bring a certain level of value. And at the same time, you'll get a certain level on the return on your investment. But that's set to launch at the end of 2021. Everything's in the works right now. I've uh, done some collaboration with the correct partners. So uh, we'll bring all that to life as we come to a conclusion. Catapult and Commissions family, we are coming up on our time for this episode. I thank you for joining me. Do me a favor, like, subscribe, comment. If you leave feedback, be sure to mention congratulations on the 100th episode. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Have a good one. Catapulting Commissions family, that does it for today's episode. If you found some value, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Don't forget to subscribe. That way you're notified of new episodes. If you want to see the video portion of this podcast, head over to YouTube and look up Catapulting Commissions podcast. Finally, if you want a free copy of Catapulting Commissions, be sure to text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Again, text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Thanks for listening to the show. I'll see you next week.